Welcome to the party, bang bang! It's your man, Claytron, the big boss man, the PhD of podcasting, the milkman, because I always deliver, and as always, the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Man, we've got uh, a guest on the show today, man, and hey, am I getting straight into it? Oh, not not quite. Man, I got some, I got some shit for you. We talked... Um, me and Dante on the weekend, uh, international heme, the global go-getter, talked about this shit with Trump taking these babies away from uh, their parents at the border, and Melania Trump went to visit these cats. I forgot to talk about this on on the weekend. She went there wearing a jacket that on the back of it, I think it was um, what was the brand of that shit, Money Making Mitch? Did you find that? Was it Zara? Rachel loves that place. She boarded the plane to um to Texas to visit these kids wearing a jacket from Zara that said on the back of it, I really don't care. Do you? Um, I know English ain't your best language and I know we're we're trying to we're trying to go visit some immigrants, so I don't know what the fuck your problem is, but that's not the jacket to be wearing. Publicist said, oh, you know, it's, don't read into it, don't read into it. Hey, guess what? If you went to Texas with a jacket with no writing on it, nobody would be reading shit anyway. That shit says, I really don't care, do you? It it's a stupid fucking statement. We know that the president don't care. You, we know you're his first lady. We know you don't be holding his hand and all that shit, but you, that was a stupid move by you. Uh, and we ain't happy with that over here. Man. Uh, I haven't got a haircut in about three weeks. I was telling Rach, I need a, I need a haircut. Um, and she goes, oh, you know what you should do, but bang, bang, I like it when you do this. I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I got it. I got it under control. And I catch her on her phone. I'm like, what are you doing over there? And I have a look and she pulls up this picture of a haircut and, um, she goes to scroll up. And so the, the like search bar pops up. Do you know what she's Googled? Black man haircut. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I, I don't even know the level of ignorance. It was comedy though. I ain't mad at her. What are you supposed to look up? What are you supposed to look up? Um, just type me up right here. Fade the sides and uh, and line me up. You know? It's not short sides and back like I know uh, white people say. You gotta... I need, I need all this different shit. Fades, tapers, lineups you know blends so but I thought that shit was mad funny anyway I'm in a rush right now because I'm in the middle of cooking some dinner I'm cooking that that roast chicken and uh, roast vegetables but I'm preparing the vegetables and shit right now it's late I just got home from work I had a terrible day at work but I'm here on the mic this is where my happiness comes from talking to you my stewies my my people, you guys make me happy and you are so dope. Uh, we're loving the feedback. 
Um, but it, after after the guest, we will we will get further into this. So I'm rushing into the guest. We've had him on before. Funny man, ex football player at Bryant University. My friend, my ex teammate, uh, comedian. And a successful businessman, Don Smith, welcome him to the party. Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural, I explain my plateau, and also what defines my name. First it was nasty, but times have changed, actually now I'm the artist, but hardcore, my signs for pain, I spent time in the game. What you got going on? Well, it's 4 a.m. over here, so... 4? 4 a.m. But uh, what are you doing? What are you doing up? Uh, you know, just doing the regular stuff, like uh, you know, making dreams happen. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's hard being in, in, in this demand. You know, so right. you gotta get up. You gotta get up extra early. You know, you gotta give the people what they want. Right, doing that. Um, what's it called? What's that delivery called? Ease. Ease, is that what you're doing? Um, you know, for for the people. Yeah. Ease for the people. Yeah. I actually quit uh, fucking with Ease, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, they didn't recognize how much of a star I was, so, you know, I just had to kind of drop them. I had to be like, listen, I'm the talent here, and um, you guys are losers, so thank you. For not listening to any of my ideas. Amicable yeah. uh, ending. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, yo, you want to know what? I'll see you guys at the top. And when I get there, obviously, I'm going to top you guys. So, Bet. you know, yeah. No hard feelings, though. How's the new no. How's the new role? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, you know. I finally got into a place which has Wolf of Wall Street-esque culture. Right. You know, because since I'm a savage, you know, it only makes sense that I team up with other savages. Exactly. Easy money. And, you know, go out here and absolutely dominate everything. So it's fucking awesome, man. I didn't think that I'd ever find a role like this, you know? What are you What are you doing? Yeah, so we sell security cameras. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I love because everybody pretty much needs security cameras. So it makes the pool very, very big. And just what we're doing is very revolutionary. You know, it's just we we took we put the Silicon Valley touch on it, the Midas touch on it, you know, where we just made it very easy. And we just made it where you can just do it from your cell phone. So, okay, you know. Absolutely smashing, absolutely smashing, raise big round, we're a fast growing company in Silicon Valley. It's a lot, a lot of fun. And uh yeah, yeah, man. We're we're doing we're doing it big. We're we stepped up to the B League. No more, you know, <laughs> bullshit, um, you know, faking around. Real 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 wins out here. So that's all the shade right there. I'm throwing all the shade. Fuck it. Right. 4, a, 4 a.m. I'm throwing all the shade. How, how did the the live IG show go? Uh, yeah, man. It was fucking major, man. It's fucking major. It's going really, really well. 
I don't know if you guys fucking noticed, right? A lot of the people, you know, some people, uh, I guess, don't recognize how fucking awesome this idea is. And, um, you know, I don't know if you noticed yesterday, but they have IGTV now. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, I fucking told you. I fucking told all of you. Yeah. But I'm also kind of like, yo, IG, y'all need to chill out. Y'all need to fucking... (laughs) <laughs> roll that back for a couple of years yeah let me do my thing and then you know roll that back out when I have a bigger audience but you know um, I think that that just speaks to you know where things are going and I think that you know the track that and the path that I'm taking is uh, I really think that it's it's revolutionary and I think that you know, as you see these things come out more and more often, you know, because it's not just going to be, you know, obviously YouTube's making a play of TV, you know, eventually Facebook, you know, they have the live. I'm sure they're going to come out with their version of TV, you know. Well, they've already that. got they've already got it. Like with uh, like the LeVar Ball and shit have a um, uh, reality TV show on their shit. Oh, they do? Yeah. Yo, man. Even LeVar Ball and them trying to steal my idea, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you see this motherfucker? <laughs> uh, Lonzo Ball rapping and shit? Yeah, bro. Yo, that shit was kind of fire, though. Nah, I didn't fuck with it. <laughs> get your merch, get your merch. <laughs> get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. You balling for the stands. I'm balling for the fans. <laughs> I was fucking with it. Oh, shit. I was, I was actually, I was like, yo, this shit is actually kind of fire. I'm not even going to lie, man. Just did you watch the, uh, the, the draft? No, I did not watch the draft. Because I know, Damn. I think LiAngelo Ball had his name in it. I don't know if he got picked up. I haven't had a look at the list yet. I did not watch the draft. I, you know, I, I just watched very... Little TV these days, um, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately and unfortunately. So, I've been, uh, you know, I've been just grinding away, man. It's been a very busy week. Work has been busy. You know, I'm moving my IG Live comedy show to a new venue. So, you know, that's that's been, you know, taking up my time. I had my first audition for a movie role yesterday. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, you know, it's a short, short film. It was probably going to be like 10, 15 minutes. Um, very well written. I'm very, very excited um, about it. So I hope I'll hope i hear back on that next week. So, you know, I mean, this is where it's all going. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. That's good, man. How'd you land the audition? Do you have an agent? Uh, I do not have an agent. I'm out here self-sourced, you know, so... Just hustling away, you know. I, I I just use uh like SF casting. I get a ton of emails from them, you know, on uh you know roles for big black guys, <laughs> you know, because uh, you put in you know what you look like in there, and they just send you roles and uh yeah, self sourced man. And I just kind of bumped into the guy at you know one of these comedy events, and we started talking back and forth and. Yeah, man. So, uh... That's all right. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, good luck with that. I hope uh, I hope you land that one. Yeah, man. I hope uh, y'all come into a movie screen near you. So yeah, everyone, everyone definitely. Everyone definitely, you know, be on the lookout for that. You know, acting is something I'm, I guess, I can't say acting, I would say, but just movies in general, something I'm really, really passionate about. So um, for me to get out there and just be able to be a part of, you know, a story and, you know, hopefully, you know, bring a lot of value. You know, um, I think is something major. Uh, what kind of film is it? Um, so it's uh, it's 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 a drama. Yeah. It's a drama, and I'm playing um, a guy by the name of Alex, who's very he's kind of artsy, and um, you know he meets this woman named Alicia, and it's about their interaction, and um, you know the first perception and how, you know, people's first perceptions can be off. And, you know, as people get to know each other, you know, how that could change and, you know, how, how the wrong perception can really block people from actually getting to know people and, um, you know, great and can really block great human interaction. So, um, I think that in the sh- in the time that Alex and Alicia get to know each other, it goes from one dynamic to something that that's uh, pretty special. So, um, yeah, it's 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 very well written. That's interesting. Well I've written. I've been talking a lot about that lately about how you can m- make a snap judgment on somebody without even like meeting them. Um, you know, you just see him, whether it's like online, whether you see him out in the street and you have, you make an assumption, uh, straight away without, without knowing anything about him. And, and that's, that's kind of hard to escape. Once you do meet the person It's hard to, um, to break through there and, uh, and change that perception that they've, they've created, uh, without any sort of, um, information other than other than visuals yeah yeah and it's really it really is unfortunate because i mean at this point it's really really just a part of human culture yeah you know? oh man like yeah. look at look at tinder you're swiping yeah. on a picture <laughs> yeah right away you know no no profile reading yeah <laughs> profile you know just swiping the fuck <laughs> that's it <laughs> That's it. Could it be so easy? I mean, I am really nervous for when I have kids on what it's going to be like because, you know, they're not even going to be fucking each other anymore. They're just going to be fucking little virtual images of each other. Oh, <laughs> all those, there's all those fuck robots out there now. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, yo, man, and it's going to get crazy. Like, they're just going to show up at your door and shit, like, yeah. You're just gonna swipe a robot and the robot's just gonna come over and, and fuck. And who knows what kind of robot diseases are gonna be lurking around. Oh man. <laughs> I can only imagine that's how they're gonna fucking kill kill people and assassinate presidents. They're just gonna send fucking AIDS infested robots. <laughs> 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 that's wild. <laughs> 
I didn't even think about that shit. That's wild. Have you seen any movies lately? Honestly, I've been very disappointed this year. I've been very disappointed in the movies that are out there. So I haven't seen anything really that recently. I'm a huge horror fan person, so I think I said there was a movie called Heredity or something like that. Did you see... um... Oh, what's it called? Uh, with uh, John Krasinski. Um, what's his name? Jim from The Office. Uh, no. Quiet, a Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Oh, yes. I did see that. I did see that. I actually really enjoyed that one. Um, I'm not a big into the whole monster thing. That right. monster thing. I'm not big into that. But the acting in that movie was very, very well done. It was very well done. I did enjoy the, you know, the drama between the girl and the dad, and like, um, yeah, I thought that was well done. Oh, I haven't it's seen, done. I haven't seen much at all this year, man. But did you yeah, see? It's been shitty. Did you see it's Deadpool two? Was that good? Shit, it was shite. It sucked. Um, like, no, Ryan. First and foremost, I didn't really even like the first one that much, but the second one, it was just like so much corny ass acting. Fucking like yo, shut the fuck up! Like this is whack, bro. Like no one's trying to see Ryan Reynolds. Like Ryan Reynolds is funny, yeah, but no one wants to see Ryan Reynolds trying to be a comedian. Like, and it's just corny as fuck. It's like yo, it's, this is a superhero movie. So why don't you do what all the good superhero movies do and let this motherfucker come out? Beat a lot of people up. Let's overdo all the fucking, you know, explosions. It's very simple. It's very simple. Don't make it hard. Let Ryan Reynolds beat everybody's ass the entire fucking movie. Right. And that's it. All right? No more no Just stop with all the corny acting and the... And I hate the jokes where it's like they know that they're in a movie, so they're talking in, like, third person. So oh, and they, like, they, they the break movie. the... Uh... The fourth yeah. wall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate that shit. So. What about um yeah. Avengers Infinity War? Ooh, damn. It's Yo, tough. They fucking did it. They did it, family. They really, really did it. Fuck, Honestly, I gotta see that shit. The first one was amazing. So I was really... Um, yeah, I was really excited. Um, and this one was fucking off the hook. Or maybe this was only the first one. I'm trying to think about whether or not. But obviously they had a ton of movies leading up to it. But um, yeah, man, they fucking, they did it. They Honestly, the best superhero movie I've ever Oh shit! I need to see this shit. You oh yes, you absolutely need to see this. This movie had everything. They had the right amount of comedy, where and it wasn't like that corny shit. It was actually funny, Um, and then action, non-stop action the entire movie. They did it so right. 
you know, they made a sneak appearance, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're in Wakanda again. Yeah. So that was fucking awesome. But even more, I'm a huge drama guy. I'm all about the characters, you know, internal struggle, the roller coaster of it all. Um, so this was, uh, this was big. This was major. And um, for me, all of the characters had internal struggle. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I really loved about this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, the, 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 the green girl from Guardians of the Galaxy, her dad is Thanos, you know? Oh, like, really? Wait, are yeah, you, are you throwing spoilers at me right now? No, no, I'm not throwing any spoilers at you. You know what I mean? This is, I would never do that. Okay. I would never do that. But I'm just saying like, you know, and obviously Thanos is the bad guy. Yeah. You know? And, you know, essentially there are no spoilers. I would never do that, but. Yeah, essentially, Thanos, you know, he's trying to do what he thinks is right, you know, and if you can, from where he's sitting, you know, if you put yourself in his shoes, you know, I can see how he could think that, you know, what he's doing is right. Right. And um, so it, it's very difficult for him, and he has to make a lot of tough decisions, and she has to make a lot of tough decisions, and... Everybody throughout this entire thing, the the struggle, right, of you know trying to save the world, or who had you know, like whose whose perception of how the world should run, whether you're a superhero or you're a bad guy, is actually right. Yeah, you never really know. You know what I mean? It's all but, and we're all human. You know, we all think what we're doing is right. And what the other people are doing is wrong or could be done better, you know. So it, it, they perfectly put, you know, all of the scenarios kind of in this one movie to make people actually, you know, it really makes you think like, well, is Thanos right? You know, like it makes you give that sympathy to the bad guy a little bit where you don't actually know if the Guardians of the Galaxy is right, right? Like. You don't actually know if Thanos is right. And it's really, it's, you know, everybody struggle, you know. I heard they set it up for a a second one. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was the most happiest and pissed I've ever been in a fucking movie. When the ending happened, and I was like, what the fuck? I literally just yelled that out loud. Like, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Y'all made me sit through three hours so I can go have to sit through another three hours. But honestly, it was one of the best three hours I actually sat. This movie was fucking off the hook. This movie, I should... Oh, man. This movie. Damn, bro. It was amazing. Yeah, I need to fucking hurry up and see that. Yeah, because you don't have to wait till, you know, that that awkward moment where you can't see it in theaters and you can only buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that fucking purgatory period. Yeah. Like, I can't even rent this shit right now. I gotta buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw I saw Ocean's Eight last weekend. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm actually pretty excited about it because I just love that series, but um. Hey, I haven't gotten around to seeing it. What do you think? What do you uh, think? I, I just think that 
it was a bit of a force, man. Like, it was a classic series with the guys and they yeah. just were like, oh, let's make it with women to show that, you know, women can do the same as men, whatever. Um, and I think if they wanted to do that, they should have probably just removed themselves from the series and created their own um, thing because people would have still seen it with the cast that they had. Um, yeah. I don't think it had to be an Oceans movie. I think that, yeah, I think that kind of took away from the series and the expectations going into an Oceans movie are extremely high and they did not pull it off the same as the men and they made it very Me Too orientated at one stage. Oh, Sandra Bullock actually oh, says like, like, what are you talking about? We're women. We're just going to get ignored. It's going to be the first time we actually want to be ignored or something like that. And I was just like, oh, give it a rest. Yeah. There's a, yeah. It, when I see shit like that, it reminds me when, like, they did the black Andy. <laughs> yeah, Blanny. <laughs> and it's like, yes, I'm all about equality as well. And you want to know, there's probably some fucking black people out there, you know, with their fucking afros and their... Their, their fucking, uh, you know, Malcolm X fucking biography book out there, all pissed off about this. But honestly, just create your own little girl who sings that's fucking way better than Annie. Yeah. Annie was a little whack-ass orphan bitch. Like, <laughs> we could do better than that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, fucking, it's just like, it's such a force when uh, when people do shit like that. It's like, yeah, obviously people aren't going to like that. Like, people are traditionalists. People hold on to what they see as, like, the truth. You know what I mean? That's why when fucking Star Wars comes out and, you know, they start all of a sudden casting all black people. I'm a little bit different about that. They should be able to put black people in the movie without people getting upset. But, um, you know, we just come up with your own shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like I mean, it's way, like you make all the money in, in the long run anyways too I think that with um I mean Star Wars always had like Samuel L. Jackson was in it um mm -hmm. James L. Jones obviously wasn't in it but he was a voice of Darth Vader um but then they they uh they got savvy to the market that they could hit once they started um they started casting like the Asian men in it yeah. Um, and apparently like I was reading that they're, they're like the big, they're like pretty much like the Brad Pitt of, um, of China. Um, and so they, they like got so much more of a fan base just from, from that. And like, that was obviously like a strategic move, not, not a move about equality, which like is a bit, uh, disheartening, I guess, when they're trying to act like they're making this big statement, but, um, yeah, it's clearly a, a revenue move yeah it's a it's a i just think that yeah i think true equality is you being able to have the space to go out and step out and do your own thing you know yeah so um by i think inherently i think by making those you know all women spinoffs or you know making blanny you know you're kind of still perpetuating in a way. Yeah, but like you look at you look at Blanny and that shit. That shit's not even a hit. Like that shit didn't do anything for black people, you know. 
But if you look, exactly. if you look at Ocean's Eight, they didn't need to do that because there's movies like uh, Bridesmaids, for example, that killed. You know, killed. I mean, it was all it was all white women, but it killed, and it was all women. So it's not it's not about you know women not not being like not getting exposure or whatever because they they can do it they don't need to piggyback off of fucking the oceans franchise yeah they can do it but and bridesmaids was fucking hilarious hell yeah i loved that shit i like melissa mccarthy and uh kristen wig do you ever watch do you ever watch pitch perfect i watched the first one but i never saw the other ones or i might have seen the second one uh, that is like a guilty pleasure for me. I actually really enjoy Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I I like Anna Kendrick. She's good. She's in that movie, The Accountant, with um Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. they're gonna do a uh, sequel of that. Accountant too. Yeah, I could I could fuck with that. Yeah, that'd be hard. That. Um, I saw yeah. Super Troopers too. How was that? That was, it was like, it was what it was. Like, it was funny and stupid. Yeah. It's uh, like, yeah. that's like a 420 movie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Hereditary. Um, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, so I actually love horror movies. I, I can understand. I can, thing is, I can understand how other people don't respect them or don't like them. So I ain't tripping off that. But, um, on the same level, uh, I really enjoyed that one. It was fucking crazy. It was a fucking crazy ass horror film. Hereditary. I haven't even heard of it. It's creepy. It's just a very creepy movie, you know. And like the mother in it, she's suddenly just like, it's just there's just a lot, you know. You know the the, the family goes through a lot, and you could just kind of feel the weight of the family on you throughout the movie. Yeah. And the mother eventually just goes crazy and like, oh man, it was fucked. That movie was fucked. I love it. But there's supposed to be a second one coming out. I'll, uh, I'll have to, second. I'll have to, um, figure, uh, figure out a way to see that. I don't know if it's in cinemas here yet. Is it, is it new? Uh, yeah, it's pretty new. Um, yeah, it's pretty new. It's, uh, it might not be yeah. out over here. Yeah, it's fucking crazy movie, man. That movie was crazy. Yeah, um, I'm thinking back on it. How's your set going? Oh, yeah, 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 for a comedy. Um, it's going well, man. Things are going very, very well. Getting like, good feedback? Uh, I'm getting good feedback, and I'm, t- I'm actually taking a big transition right now. So I hired a lady in marketing. Um, she's helping with my, you know obviously my social media, but also helping me with building my brand. And, um, you know, we're taking the jokes in another direction. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm really, really, you know, and she's really, really helping me, um, you know, shape my personality, you know, get the person that I want to be on stage. And how that kind of ties into the whole branding piece to that. So, you know, the jokes that are coming out with it just a lot more focused on, you know, letting the audience know who I am and, and uh, you know, my perception of, of reality, you know? So 
I'm really, really excited about that. You know, when you start off writing jokes, you know, you're just kind of flapping in the wind. Yeah. You know? And I think every person, you know, any good comic, you know, you can think about their jokes and you can put them into some sort of category, I would say. Yeah. You know? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm building out my category right now. And I think that, you know, over the course of the next, six months to to a year i think i'm really gonna start you know building a category of something that actually really really helps the audience understand who i am as a person and what my perception of reality is and you know and obviously you know it's gonna make a lot of people laugh so i'm really excited about that how many minutes have you got at the moment um i would say i i have a lot of stuff yeah. Right now. So I mean, I could get up there do ten minutes. I could maybe do fifteen minutes. Um, but you know, all of it is just really beginner shit. You know, like is it like it? It doesn't like quite link together and shit yet, or? Yeah, I mean, some of it kind of does in a way. You know, I talk a lot about my dating life. Uh, um, okay. I think yeah, I talk a lot about my dating life in you know a lot of my perception is I grew up around a lot of white people yeah know? so uh, being a big black guy you know and obviously the stereotypes of people um, what stereotypes of you know what people think or you know big black guy who was a D1 football player is and then when they get to know me and you know as someone who's grown up around a lot of white people you know what I mean um, it just definitely what people's perception of me is and then like what I actually am you know it really throws people off and I think you know that's kind of you know the intersection of where a lot of the funny comes you know and I think that um you know I do have one joke um where you know I talk about how I just love the movie La La Land like love the movie La La Land like that is honestly one of the best films uh, in my opinion of all time yeah um yeah and um you know i go out and every time i go out and take with white women you know it, it becomes problematic because i like white people shit but it's funny <laughs> how white women who date black guys like black people shit yeah so <laughs> so it becomes really problematic when you're sitting there and you're having conversations yeah, like, what's your and, favorite uh, movie <laughs> oh la la land oh mine's well, belly uh, <laughs> exactly exactly like the roots <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so um yeah so and you know the look that you know I get from all these white women when I hear that you know or the comments that they make you know they're just like it's just really really do girls show any concern when they meet you about um, ending up uh, as material? Um, I definitely, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely get women who are like, um, I don't want to be in any of your jokes. And I'm like, well, bitch, you're not that good of material. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, there are some that are like, totally cool about it you know they're on the opposite where they're like no please make a joke but i get that a lot like oh that's funny that's a joke right there that's a joke right there. oh yeah yeah you know, everybody 
everything's a joke. Yeah, like, everyone's a comedian all of a sudden when they're around you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I totally make a joke about that. Yeah, I totally make a joke about that. And then my head, I'm like, I'm not fucking mind about you, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I, yeah, so I get opposite ends of the spectrum, but I definitely get the, um, you know, don't write any jokes about you know, our sexual relationship. They don't want anything about... I get that a lot. Yeah. Well, like, I'll have sex with a girl for the first time, and I'll say, she's like, this better not end up in your comedy routine. And I was like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing up here? Like, <laughs> like, visual, like, in-person porn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we and did I this? my poem about my interpretation of my last... Uh, sexual encounter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking... No, like... The only thing funny about this is that it took me three days to actually bang you. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a podcast. I actually can't remember whose it was, but um, they they had like a little section where um, they read out like tweets or emails from, from fans or whatever and someone was saying that they were an aspiring comedian and wanted some advice on how to get exposure. And they were just like, don't wait for, uh, people to invite you to their rooms or to their clubs, like create your own events and, um, and create your own exposure. And I thought of you immediately with the IG live shit. I was like, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what you're doing. And that's, yeah, that's a good move. Cause like, if you just, yeah, if you just sit back, and expect it to happen like you there's there's not much that's going to happen without actually going and grabbing that shit which is like yeah, a cliche but, but like it's hard it's hard to actually um to do that sometimes oh yeah man it's uh honestly you know sometimes i think like damn do i bite off you know do i bite off more than i can chew with this but it's it it spirals very very quickly you know so yeah, man, that's a, that's definitely great advice, and I'm I've already like been emailing the IGTV people and like trying to get out there, you know, on Instagram campus to talk to somebody. And yeah, man, you just gotta really go out there and get it, you know. And I think the hardest part about what comedians face is they just don't understand business. I mean, if we've been lucky enough to go to a business school. I've been lucky enough um, to build out a previous company that just got acquired by Box. I'm adding one of those, another one that's probably going to IPO and get bought. So, like, you know, um, there's a lot of business sense that goes into this. And I'm teaming up with Dina. Um, she's she's the person who does my marketing, and she's a fucking she has an amazing mind for this shit as well. So, um, I mean, you know, I think the business behind it, and that's that's to the point of this person. You know, like put together your own show. You know, make it have make money. You know, so it makes sense. You know, build a following. What are your markets like? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I the bottom that, line yeah. is that it, it is a business, regardless of whether you're sitting behind a desk or not. There, it's a business, and there there has to be a business plan to it. So there has to yeah. be a timeline and uh, milestones along the way that you're you're aiming to hit. Where whereas some people just are expecting to Easy put out money. content here and there and someone picks it up and they're like, Hey, guess here's a million dollars. You know, it's, yeah. 
Yeah, it's not that easy. Yeah. But you, so wait, you were a part of that company that got acquired by Box? Well, um, I left, um, so I wasn't, yeah, so I wasn't on the team. But yeah, I was the first uh, go-to-market hire, so the first person in sales and marketing. And I built out the team to about 15 people uh, before I left. And yeah, they just got acquired by a box. And that was, um, what was that company called? It was called Progressly. Progressly, that's right. So were you there Were you there from the start when that, because that started straight out of yeah. college, right? Uh, I was there pretty much from the start. Um, it started, it wasn't straight out of, it was, uh, he started it probably like, uh, he probably, it was probably there for like a year, actually probably two years before I got there. So the first year was just obviously, them the, the idea and then developing it. Then um, from, that was the first CEO, Clarence. Uh, he's a serial, black serial entrepreneur out here. Um, then Nick, um, I guess, bumped into him somewhere and then they started talking and then, you know, Nick became involved. And then um, Nick started spending more time on it and eventually got some, some funding and then he became the co-founder and then that's where right around that time is where I kind of came in and that's where I landed um, you know some of their first customers like Shell, Valero and Chevron you know some of the hardest companies to get into in the world um, and then we then were able to raise about six million dollars and we we grew the team and Shit. then uh, from there yeah we grew the team from there, and then uh, for me, you know, I'm a sales guy, so I'm all about making a fuck ton of money, so, um, you know, that just wasn't happening, you know, it was like, we were, the steps were too slow, you know, so I was like, I want to go somewhere where, you know, the product's flying off the shelf and people are making a fuck ton of money, so. Yeah. Um, so I left, and um, yeah, and then, <clears throat> you know. The company got acquired by Box after that. Okay. Brian's out here doing things. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, what have you got going on uh, on today? You got you got work or what day is it, Friday? Yeah, today is Friday. Today is Friday. So um, I fucking love my, comp- my company. So that means I have a, you know, I have a day. I mean, my, my first meeting, I think, is at 6.30 or 7. I think it's 7, actually. I'm going to probably get in around, you know, 530, 545. Uh, then, uh, you know, I have a, a pretty packed day. I'm probably going to close a deal today. And then we're, I'm leaving work at three with the rest of the team. We have a barbecue. So we're going to go do that. And then from there, what happens next? And then, uh, oh, yeah, I have a date tonight. Hey. Uh, yeah. I've been seeing this chick for 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 a while now she's she's all right yeah um and then um yeah and then you know hopefully i end the day with some sex you know got to got to got um, to this girl keeps me on my toes though so we'll see you know she's she is the master game player when it comes to that well that's you know, she, that's how to keep a single man interested Exactly. I'm like, she does this well. Yeah. You don't know if you're, if you're going to get the sex every time. Yeah, she's been there before. Yes. 
she she plays the game very well. Yeah. She told me, dude, imagine this fuckery, this mind fuckery of this woman. You know, she tells me on the first day, like, we're going to definitely have sex, just not tonight. Yeah. It's like she, she really knows how to play the game. Yeah. Uh, three dates in, we hadn't had sex. You know, so... You know, I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing this anymore. This is whack. Like, yeah. I promised, this is, I was promised something, okay? <laughs> and I haven't fucking received it yet. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm probably like 500 bucks into this already. Like, nah, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. that's wild. And then, you know, you know, I played the game right, obviously. So then I, you know, she came back. It ended up going down. And then it went down again, and then it didn't go down. So now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now the score is uh, three to three to two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, trying to battle, I'm trying to battle my way back out. Man. <laughs> Best of seven series, man. I'm trying to battle my way back. I'm trying to win. Um, you know, I play another away game tonight, and hopefully we'll travel back. Back up to Palo Alto for me. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not getting that uh, that Golden State work getting swept. <laughs> she had me on the fence, yo. <laughs> you know, I, I pulled the LeBron like, yo, I'm, I'm checking out a game, man. Y'all got to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just sit on the bench, man. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, but. Yo, I saw something on your um, Welcome to the Party. I was listening to Welcome to the Party the other day, actually. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, it was this this KKK group. Yeah. And then I couldn't find the episode. What episode number was that? I want to listen to that one. Oh, I think that might have been episode fifty-two, uh, oh, if yeah. I remember yeah. correctly. It's called Title Fight Invite. Yeah. So what was that about? I was that caught my eye. Uh, so they had they had this party called like a politically incorrect party, and so they just went dressed as the most politically incorrect things that they could think of. So there was this group of KKK guys and this dude in blackface um, holding a bowl of cotton, and I didn't think that shit was funny. Yeah, that's. I, that's that's bold, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was another group of people that was like um, some Nazis with uh, like people dressed in like the striped pajamas, like the concentration camp dudes. And I just, yeah. I don't know about, I just don't know about yeah. that shit, man. Like that's pretty disrespectful to like people's families and shit. Yeah, it, it is very disrespectful, which is why we need these sex robots to really, really happen. <laughs> like, Send them over robots. some hepatitis. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was, I was thinking how, you know, I think a good way to clean up racism is to get a big prison, black-looking sex robot named Leroy, you know? Yeah. And he has this little jumpsuit, and anytime someone does any anything racist, this big black prison robot just comes and rapes them in this <laughs> yeah. and then records the sounds of it and just plays it so it's like it's like the candy man but instead of saying candy man three times you just say some racist shit 
This this big black nigga appears and fucks you. Straight up, straight up, and he records the sounds of it. You know, uh, <laughs> not black. <laughs> Batman has like the bat light. Like this dude would just have a big ass boombox that just plays like, <laughs> a fucking white racist rape. <laughs> you know he's coming. <laughs> Oh shit! That hey, bro, you gotta you gotta write like a a short film on that, like, and do it like Wayans Brothers style. Oh damn! Yes, I need to write the script. That's mad That's funny. funny. I've got like um, I've got a little. Uh, you should invite them on the show. You should invite them on the show. Oh shit! I wish I wish I was big enough to do that. You should definitely send those people an email. Actually, I'll fucking send them an email and invite them for you. Yeah. I don't know. I'll find them somewhere. It was a political party, a politically incorrect party. I'm going to fucking, we can track them down on Facebook and let's get them a welcome to the party and let's really understand why they're so fucking stupid. Listen to the, listen to the episode, bro. I, I, I went off. Are you absolutely... You fucking destroyed them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, shit. What was I about to say? I don't know. Triple X Tentacion. Oh, man. I mean, I don't want to... I feel like it's kind of soon for my opinion on all this. But, uh, you know. I mean, I just, I just don't feel any sympathy for any of these dudes. You know, like... He was, I mean, he was in a pretty, I mean, dark place, I suppose, because I think he he put hands on his girlfriend and all that. I don't know what else he did, but I think he was trying, it seemed like he was trying to better himself from like the way he was speaking to his fans and stuff. But I mean, that doesn't excuse what he did, but I mean, he didn't deserve to die, man. Yeah, no one, no one, nobody deserves to die. Nobody in that way but like uh, at the same level you know he was pretty he was bringing that energy uh, yeah he, he was uh, it wasn't like he was you know going to bed at 10pm and you know reading every night you know like these are some gangster motherfuckers yeah and uh, yeah they're all gangsters man all these people are gangsters and like they're really out here doing gangster shit and they're or perpetuating gangster life like I mean you're putting yourself in the way you know what I mean it's like yeah and that's where um like you look at rappers like Logic right he's not that's not gonna happen to him because he's not about that life you know if you and if you wanna claim to be about that life you're gonna get tested exactly um which is why I'm still waiting for this motherfucker six nine to get his one day. Well, is he? But, uh, has he gone missing? Like he's not. I haven't seen him on social media and shit. I, I heard he's hiding from Chief Keith. Is that true? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I would never mess with anyone from Chicago. Yeah. Oh day. fuck no. Nah. But I saw. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't know if it was true or not because I only saw it in tweets. But I saw that like, uh, Chief Keith had got on a plane from Chicago to New York from New York to uh, LA trying to find 6 9 or something. I don't know if that's true, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like everybody's 
like I feel like six nine is the new Where's Waldo. Like <laughs> everybody's always trying to find this motherfucker, but can never find it. Yeah. I'm like, how can you not find a dude with rainbow hair, like And six nine all over his face. Yeah, like I feel like that would be the easiest person to find. So, yeah, that's not a difficult puzzle. I don't get it. I don't understand how, like I just don't get it. I really feel like if everybody was about this action that everybody was talking about, you know, it would be like, yo, meet me here at this time. And this is, I mean, that's how I used to do it back in the day. And like, if I really had a problem with somebody, it'd be like, yo, meet me at so-and-so field at so-and-so time. And get your tooths knocked out. Straight up. (laughs) 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 Sublims. And it's like, yo, let's do this, you know? But I don't know how it's always like, yo, I'm over here at so-and-so, so-and-so, and and yeah, I'm out here, you heard? And then next thing you know, you know, someone else shows up, yo, yo, I'm over here, where where you at, where you at? And it's like, yo, why is it these gangsters just keep playing hide-and-go-seek? That shit ain't gangsta. Yeah. That shit is not gangsta. Instagram has uh, created a a strange breed of... uh, Youths, yeah, and it's just all social media doing that. It's like, yo, I really don't think that if Six Nine wasn't the social media character he was, he would be popping like this off his music. No, well, I hadn't. Last time we talked, we talked about Six Nine, and I hadn't listened to his music at the time, and I've listened to a bit of it since then, and I can't stand that shit. Yeah, it's just the most ignorant. Most ignorant. It's the most ignorant. Yeah, that is that is what it is. It's just the most ignorant, and it definitely. And I just don't. I just don't know. I just don't see how this dude is supposed to be a gangster, but I never see him do anything gangster. Period. All he does is troll. Yeah. All he does is social media troll. Um, is Schmurder is Schmurder away for life? Um, I'm not even sure. I think. He's away for a long time. Shit. Free my man Schmurder. You remember that song, Hot Niggas? And chewy on some hot nigga. Like I told Tish, I see when I shot niggas. Like you seen him twirl, then he drops nigga. And we keep the mind millies on my block nigga. I could tell that they was about it from that video though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. That was real. I wonder what he would think about all this if he was out. He'd be right back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, yeah, I just wonder what all the gangster motherfuckers are doing. Well, I mean, the OGs, like, are too smart to get involved, but I know, like, they, they comment, like, they're not happy about it, but, they, like, you know, they're, they're not going to get put away over it. Like, like, if you look at the the game, the games had a lot to say about it. Fifty cents said a lot. Who? That's a good. That's a that's a conversation. Who are the Who are the rappers that are actually about that life? Like Gucci. Gucci. Like I want to. Yeah. But he came out a changed man. Yeah, he's done with that. All that, but he was I about it. Was, I think if there was anyone most about it, it was probably Gucci. Like that motherfucker does not give a shit. Right, and and obviously yeah. Chief Keef. Yeah, Chief Keef. I'm wondering what the fuck is going on with all that though. Like, 
how is Chief Keith out here getting called out like this and nobody's getting touched? Well, that's I what mean, just, uh, Dante said on an episode like a while back. He said that it's a, it, that's the thing that makes it so hard is like, Six nine said some shit like, "If you want to kill me, like this is where I'm at." And if he if he dies, he's basically pre snitched, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, Very true. yeah, so he can't really do anything. But uh YG YG's real. Yeah, YG. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like all the real dudes are just ignoring it. Like, yo, man, honestly. Like, I actually have real killers in my crew, and, like, I actually came from that life, so. Uh, honestly, you know, who I think is actually one of the realest people, but he would obviously never do anything, because he's more about, like, equality and bringing good, is uh, Kendrick. Yeah. He, I think he's one of the realer dudes out there, but he, you know? Um, but I, he would obviously, there would be nothing he would actually do to, you know, Oh no! Perpetuate any stereotypes or anything. He's all about you know doing the opposite. He's so conscious, um, man. Very, very conscious, and that's what I love about him. Yeah. But he, he's one of you can tell that. Have you ever seen the uh, Vice, the Vice documentary on him? No. You should definitely watch that. It's very, very good. Okay. Um, I'm going to his concert in a few weeks. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Uh, it's noisy raps. Uh, go check out his one. But <laughs> when you see like where he's sitting, like when they and yeah, and like the people who are around him, you're like, oh wow. Oh, okay. The realest of real. Like we're talking in in the hood, like in in those hood slippers in somebody's bummy ass backyard with a fucking bench press <laughs> yeah actually i think I, I haven't seen the documentary but i think i've seen that clip yeah um he's so, yeah. he's so small though man like i just don't understand how you could like live that life unless he was walking around strapped yeah he was probably honestly he was probably not out there in the streets like that you know what i mean he probably had people who were from the streets who respected him and he was just on his rap shit you know yeah I mean? like it sounds like he was in the band and shit, so and like writing poetry and stuff. So, it seems like he was probably just not in the street, but like he was on his you know, Ice Cube shit. Yeah, and everybody who knew him knew was like, yo. Anybody who knew him, you know, was just like, yo, he's on his rap shit. He, like, and that's the thing I think about the for the most. Yeah, there's some people who end up in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know. But yeah, I think for the most part, if you mind your business. And you're not out here causing any drama, you know? Yeah. Like, you like the gangster people will do the gangster shit with each other, you know? Like, yeah. They'll, they'll leave you alone. Um, before I let you go, this month has been a huge month for music. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you listened to all of the, uh, the good music drops? Yeah, man. And honestly, um, I'm the, well, Kanye West is my favorite rapper. So, and I think he's actually the best rapper of all time. Okay. But, um, so I've definitely, I've had a chance to listen. Um, and honestly, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't know, maybe if it's just this, this whole seven track thing, which is probably really bothering me. Yeah. 
you know, I, I don't understand why, like, Kanye just gets some of these crazy ideas, you know, where it's like, it has to be seven tracks. It's like, no, it doesn't have to be seven tracks. Yeah. Um, and especially when we're, 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 you know, we're looking for a full body of work, you know, from, from some of these artists, you know, so. So do you, I'm, I'm cool with seven. Do you think that, um, Kanye's was the best out of them all? No, no, no. I think this is probably, I would actually say this is probably his worst album. No, but out of the, out of the drops, um. Oh, no, absolutely not. The Cuddy album, in my opinion, was the best one. Okay. Um, I liked the Pusha T album, but like. I personally didn't think it was the best you uh, know, either. See, uh, I I loved people. I loved pushes. Yeah, everyone really loved it, and I liked it for sure. I definitely enjoyed it, but uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed the push album. But even that one to me, I just thought was getting a lot of hype. Where I was just kind of like, this is the same old pushy T shit, you know, like. I mean, he just does what he does. That's right. Um, but I thought Ye was better than Yeezus, but it wasn't better than The Life of Pablo. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think that obviously Life of Pablo is way better. I thought I love Yeezus. I uh, hated I Yeezus. Really? Yeah. I really love Yeezus. Like, Yeezus to me... Yeah, I think that Jesus is better than this album. I hate, I I really didn't, I wasn't a big fan of this album. He has two bangers on there. And, you know, I hate the one, like, all mine, where he just talks about his wife and shit. And it's like, yo, nobody wants to hear about a full track about Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this nonsense? He's, you know, he's obviously going through some shit, man. He's, he's... It's not all for the rollout. I understand some of this shit was for the rollout, but he's definitely going through some shit. Yeah. Um, that guy's a psycho. What about J-Rock? Did you listen to that? I haven't listened to that yet. Bruh. Listen to that. Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen to that. Uh, you will you will be glad that you did. Yeah, I'm right. I work. That's gonna be my uh, when I'm when I'm playing at work today. Bet. Uh, all right, man. Well, thank you for being on the show once again and chopping it up with me. Yeah, you already know, brother. So anytime, man. Um, anytime, you know, I'd love to come back as always, and. Uh, you know, I'm really excited. I love it. I love being on this show. Great show. Um, I'm 
gonna always be blasting. I'll be wearing my Welcome to the Potty shirt. Yes. Um, this Sunday um, at the Instagram Live show. Oh, that's another one this Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. Shit. Check it out. Go ahead and stream it. Um, it's gonna be big. And then you know we're 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 gonna be teaming up with with the marketing team out here. They're already doing shows. So it's gonna be. It's going to be a movement, man. It's going to be a movement. Yes. Well, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. I think you're uh, doing the right thing by creating your own um, your own shows and your own rooms, and I think it's going to pay off, man, uh, in due course. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. And, oh, let's try. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some internet trolling of these people who did the politically correct party. Yes. See if we can get them on Welcome to the Party. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely roast them yeah um all right man we'll go close some deals you got to get the glengarry leads yes i need to go out there (laughs) (laughs) those shits are for closers only only (laughs) (laughs) all right man you keep it real man all right bro be safe peace fuck my bitch you can have my hoe get yours get yours get yours by any that kill you can push that dope get yours get yours get yours by any means you can steer that wheel hit the gas and go get yours get yours that is me and don smith chopping it up man um movies comedy business bullshit it's always good to chop it up with an old friend man talk a bit of nonsense on the party Get some news to you, get some some insights into some different things. Um, yeah, man, I'm exhausted right now. Huge fucking day at work, bullshit day at work, absolute nightmare day. Couldn't get home soon enough. But like I said before, I get to be here with my stewies. I'm trying to hide yawns now. We had to be here with my stewies in my happy place. Shout out to Billy Madison. Uh, no. God damn it. Shout out to Happy Gilmore. Um, and uh, shit, man. I don't have a lot to tell you. I've been knocking these podcasts out like... I just did two of these shits back to back. So the more I say, the more I'm going to repeat, you know? Um, I got a tip for you. No, Bruno. Um, apple pie with strawberry ice cream. If you think I'm lying, think again. Cause that, that's a dessert for your ass. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, shit, back at the gym. I just hate how, uh, busy that shit is sometimes you gotta go at obscure hours to like get in there without everyone in there and why why do girls want to be so strong I'm 6'7 like 220 and um girls in there got backs bigger than me what 
What? And what's with people doing mad extra shit? I saw a girl on the Stairmaster last night just going up that shit sideways. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. That's a lot of extra shit. That's a lot of extra shit. I got them shit straight. Man, I hate being on the elliptical. I feel so um, crazy on that. I don't feel like that's really a machine for a man, but hey, it's 2018. We're all equal out here, so don't judge me. I got bad knees, bro. Jim, back in the fucking weight room, bro. Let's see what kind of damage we can do. Do I have to do I have to go around the office asking people how much they lift? No, cause I resigned. Man, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. It's late. I'm tired. Had a shit day. I'm not gonna take that on my stewies. You are my people. You are my cult followers. And uh, it's gonna. It's not long now till we're gonna go drink the Kool Aid. I'm playing, of course. Shouts to the government. Um. Yeah, man. Happy Hump Day. Hope you had a better one than I did. And uh, leading up to this weekend, you got another. You got another classic episode coming to you in a few days. Wait for that. Play it safe this weekend. Be cool. Be kind. And uh, as always, bum bum. Baby, welcome to. Baby, welcome to.